Don't worry, I'm not gonna hurt you. Because no one asked for it, it's Kinky and the Geek. Again? Yeah. So soon? Shh. Don't <laughs> jinx us. It's like talking through your picture during a no-hitter. Ah, uh, okay. Something's gonna happen, and it will disappear, and we'll go, Hey, what happened? That's <laughs> uh, yes, again coming from our bar area. I like recording here. I don't know why. I think it mm-hmm. sounds a little better. Yeah, it, it it does have a good sound to it. Shut the door. Yes. Shut me out. You're you're standing in front of me, doofus. Yeah, but I'm outside the bar. You're <laughs> inside the bar. <laughs> That's me inside the bar. Yeah, y'all all just missed that. Because <laughs> this is an audio podcast. That's true, yeah. No, no one wants to watch a video podcast of this. That's I'm shirtless. <laughs> and I'm not wearing pants. Yeah, literally, yeah. <laughs> She's wearing a shirt and I'm wearing a pants. Together we are an entire outfit. Yeah, something like that. Yeah. Uh, <sighs> so, yeah. Yeah. We're, we're getting back, like I said, getting back in there. You know what? We talk about this too much on the podcast about our about that. Although, speaking of personal st- <laughs> stuff, you did something good today. I had my first doctor's appointment. Yay! <laughs> I'm back on one of my diabetes medicines as of tonight. Yep. And another one that's not really well. Cholesterol do- pill. Yeah. You're over forty. It seems to be. What- <laughs> Yeah, and that seems to be. It's just like when I went in for mine, it was you know I had to get a booby. <laughs> she just flashed me for no reason. I'm the clean- kinky and the geek. I'm cleaning my glasses. You have to pull it up that high. Yeah, I did because I was sitting on it, and there was uh, no other way to get it out from under my butt. Um, when I went in for that first thing that it basically gave me all mine. Was because I am, I think it was because I was diabetic and over 50, that they gave me the um, uh, the pneumonia uh, vaccine. Yeah. So. She was talking about a tetanus shot. Well, when was the last time you had your, when was the last time you had your tetanus shot? I don't know if I've ever had one. Yeah, I had it at one time because I think that's one of the ones you have to have is going to school. Then maybe that was it. Uh, so, it's good to have it. I think it's, I forgot there, but it's good for like seven years or something like that. Something like that. Yeah, we could ask Google, but I'm not doing that on here. Nope. <laughs> Although, I've been, that's what I've been doing a lot of the day is talking to Google about, hey, how much sodium is in this? Hey, how much sodium is in this? And this is what I'm going to say right here on this podcast. The plant-based food is crap. And yep. one of the reasons why it's crap is because it's heavily processed and loaded with sodium. It ain't healthy, folks. Now, here's a here's a question, and I don't mean to bring this up. This is just something off my off the top of my head, you know, because they talk about how we need to to move away from meat. Uh, what is it? The, the climate crisis is what it's now called. Because oh, of the methane and stuff. I, I guess, but they're saying that they, you know there there are lots of things. My thing is, is if you stop eating meat, where do the cows go? Yeah, they keep... They keep living, they keep breeding, they keep making little cows, they keep making methane. Yeah. So are you... The only way to do that is to basically extinct an entire species on purpose. Yeah, I don't see that happening. So, yeah. Just just chew on that a little bit. It is an interesting concept. Yup. And that's... As political as we're going to get. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, it's very great to finally get you back on your pills because I know you're, you were on a bunch of stuff before you lost your health care. I mean, you're, yeah, you're. I was on about five different medications. Because you were both on metformin and glucophase. No. No, you weren't, you were on glycophil? No, I was not on glycophil. You were just on. I'm still not on it. No. Um, no, I was on the. Let's see, I was taking the metformin, or yeah, yeah. whatever, whatever the generic is, because they that that seems to be what Kaiser gives you is they go straight to the generic, which I have no problem with. Yeah, it's the same thing. Exactly, I, mean, I was on that. Um, I was on I was on a pill for my sleep apnea. Yeah, uh, I was on something for my thyroid. 
Because I'm not even going to try to go look up these names and to pronounce them. Right. Well, I know you and my, my you and my sister were on the same stuff, but she was trying to take the because there are two there were two different there are two different forms of it. Mm. One was synthetic pig oh, something, yeah, yeah, and the yeah, other yeah, one yeah. Was, was actually made from pig thyroid or whatever. I don't. And she was like, "Oh, you have to take the one with the the natural pig foreman because foreman." Whatever, it's made from pig and something. You know what? I just realized something. What? I forgot to tell her about the thyroid thing. Well, when you go, you'll probably... Well, when when I go for the physical, we'll see where it's at. You know, because if it comes up again, I can go, oh, yeah. If it doesn't, well, guess what? (laughs) It was okay after all. Right. Well, they'll probably do the same thing they did to me. I'm surprised because it was the same doctor you saw. Uh Uh-huh. I'm surprised she didn't go ahead and have you go down and take the, the, the get your get your blood done and just go ahead and take all the tests because that's what they did to me. I don't know. I was. I just... wouldn't be surprised if you get you know they set you up at some point to go get your blood drawn before that way they can ha- they can mm-hmm. talk to you about everything. That's fine. I'll and that do was one of the and that was one of the tests they gave me was a thyroid test, mm-hmm. especially since my sister has. She's hyperthyroid. And then my dad had to have his removed due to cancer. Because mm. he had... But mine seems to be fine, so... That's good. I'm hoping mine's not so bad. Right. I don't know. I just hit me. I forgot to mention that. Because I, rem- I I mentioned the unholy trinity. Mm. <laughs> Duh, what do you mean? Diabetes, sleep apnea, and PCOS. Yeah, right, yeah. Those are the unholy trinity. <laughs> <sighs> right, hold on, need coffee moment. Although it's not beer, it's boublier. Yeah, the bitter, nasty stuff. I don't know. I'm, I enjoy it. it. Keeps me, keeps me away from the from the diet soda. So, although I still have diet soda, I, I mean that's the one thing I know I've cut down big time is the amount of diet so, mm. the diet soda I would drink. Yeah. So. And we're both back on on yoga, although we didn't do it today. I think you got a little too lightheaded, and we were like, eh, "Well, okay. I did have to do a medical fast, and so I I had, had a small snack since breakfast. Right. I really needed to eat dinner. It happens. Right. So, but we're gonna do it. It will probably be very better for us to do it on cheat day. Make sure that's the one day we never miss. Yeah. Uh, we don't really need to miss any of these days. But we're doing it. We're back on it. I'm feeling better. You know. I'll get there. When my back stops spasming out. Right. Well, we've got the really good massage gun, too, so mm-hmm. we need to. It should be all charged up now. Yeah. Uh, yeah, we bought one of those hardcore, because luckily at my work, they come in, and they're a lot cheaper than they are. Even at Walmart, I think I talked to a... Uh, there was a dude who was buying one, not a gun, mm-hmm. but a massage thing at work. And he was, when I told him that about one of those, they were like 80 at Walmart. Mm-hmm. So what else? Oh, uh, we started watching Loki. Yep, watched the first episode. Yeah, this is the first of the Marvel shows that we didn't wait to binge. Well, we still do. haven't watched Falcon and Winter we Soldier. We know. need to do that. I blame AEW and the cute girls at Watch gr- uh, Girls Play <laughs> yeah. on Twitch. Which is actually playing on our TV on mute right now because they are doing a 24-hour stream. Yup. And they're all extremely cute and funny. And mm-hmm. And you should watch them. Yes. Okay, and I'm going to just go ahead. Your your thoughts on, on, season, on for, uh, first episode. I loved it. Uh, we're still within the 15 days of it, though, aren't we? Uh, yeah. So I'm not going to drop spoilers. Yeah, no spoilers on this one. No, but I really enjoyed it. And you know me, I'm a huge Loki fan. Right. I mean, I call my Loki necklace my holy symbol. So, <laughs> oh, I really enjoyed it. I, I'm excited for the rest of the episodes. You know, I... Yes. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was a very good episode one. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, it set up everything you need to know. You got the overall. You got an overall view of the TVA, not the Tennessee Valley Authority. Party, yeah, which is funny. Some <laughs> uh, people were. <laughs> um. Uh, yeah, that's yeah, become a joke. <laughs> yeah, because they they set up. You find exactly how powerful it, it is. And I thought that was a brilliant way of doing that. Mm-hmm. I think the chemistry between uh tom and owen wilson yeah is extremely good even though they showed a good a good uh, uh, at least the start of the interrogation Mm -hmm. in the commercials as that thing went on it got interesting yeah um especially with how owen wilson is treating loki yeah yeah how morbius is treating loki it's yeah. It's it's. I, I just find it very intriguing on how they're doing that. Mm-hmm. Um, he's not actually trying to be his friend, but he's not trying to be his enemy. Right. It's it's just it's you. It is kind of how you you kind of have to watch it because you basically get an evolutionary arc in a thirty-something minute. Episode? 50. 50 Is something. it 50? Okay. Yeah, the first two episodes at least are 50 something each. But yeah, because it realized that the Loki we're dealing with was not is not the same that we got towards the end of the no, of this last this, arc of this the is, yeah. This is right at the end of Avengers Loki. Yeah. And yeah, I could talk more. I could cuz I have been with my with my my group, my other groupies on Tumblr. But Right. Um, as it goes on, and it, you know, we'll probably have an overall, you know, spoilerific talk at the end of, um, mm-hmm. which I think we'll do, probably do once we finish the Nevers, which we really need to. Yeah, two. Because that will be the next one, one we talk about. More episode, two more. I think we two, had two episodes left. Two more episodes. Okay. Um, yeah, need to do that. Because it was interesting. I mean, it's kind of interesting to get new genre stuff that isn't a. Uh, I don't know. I, I honestly don't know if the Nevers came from something, yeah, or if this was or... because I know it's. I know Whedon is executive producer, mm-hmm. and I can never remember her name. But she was, she was a writer on Buffy and Angel and Firefly, and she did. I think a lot of. Um, I think she was involved in. Agent Carter too. Ooh, she's been at Dragon Con. She's oh, the lady sh- with the glasses. Um, if you knew, if I knew her name, um, you know what? I'm sitting here. Got a laptop. Yeah, I got a laptop you. open right now. Uh, let's. We've got some articles to talk to about. Uh, let's do Jane Esperson. Ah. Yeah. Uh, she is. Yeah, she was one of the five. She she wrote on Firefly. She wrote on. I'm I'm pulling up her IMDb, but she seemed to be the main writer on, uh, or was like head writer on the Nevers, yeah, executive producer. Hmm. Uh, she also was a consulting producer for Jessica Jones. Okay. Uh, co-executive producer, uh, and consulting producer for uh, Once Upon a Time. I mean, she's pretty much the writer version of oh, what's her na- what's his name that that um, the our, our our friend from Need Coffee calls Sci-Fi's little black dress. Uh, um, Crowley. Oh, oh, Booker, oh! Wherever Booker went. Oh, we took yeah. Booker down, didn't we? We may have. We, yeah, we did yeah. that because we were trying to face get seeing Mark Shepard. Mark Shepard, yeah. So she's basically the writing version. Because I'm looking at this, oh wow, she 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 is under underneath as created by for Warehouse Thirteen. She's also con- uh, under the thing created by Once Upon a Time. Uh-huh. Uh, written, she wrote, wrote the opening uh, episode of Jessica Jones. She wrote two episodes of the first two episodes of the Never. It looks like, yeah, Torch. She wrote on Torchwood. <laughs> so, Buffy. Yeah. Caprica, uh, Dollhouse, Battlestar, yeah, Battlestar Galactica, The Batman, uh, True Calling, Gilmore Girls. Okay, yeah, we get it. (laughs) Uh, 
Uh, yeah. Anyway. So like I said, she's like she's the Mark writing. Of she's the Mark Shell of the writings uh, geekdom. That's because we were really enjoying that, and again, it was something you know different that we you know it didn't come as far as I know it didn't come from any existing IP. No book, no comic book. Okay, you I know. couldn't remember. We'll have to find out. Yeah. Uh, it's we, good we no matter it. what. Right. And if you can if you can find it, lo- watch it. But yeah, Loki is is going to I I am intrigued on seeing how how where it goes from here as it gets set, how it got set up. Anything else you want to talk about? Uh, Besides ref- your nephew's soccer game. Hey, stop reading my mind. This is actually exactly what I was about to say. I don't think our kingsters want to hear about that. Nah, probably not. If he's playing soccer now. <laughs> Awful aunt forgot and fell asleep on the couch instead of going to the first game last week. Well, Oops. <laughs> hey, anyway. Yeah, that's kind of how life has been going in the last week. So, yeah. um, yeah, so we'll put those down. Watch girls play. Yep. Um, link, I'll link them again. Yeah, well, then we've talked about it. I've talked about them on. Uh... Yeah, we've linked them before. Okay, cool. Although I think it was on one of. The, it might have been on one of the videos. Yeah, I know. I was gonna say I know I've talked about them on the videos, but no. Um, yeah, and when this goes up, we'll have a, there is another uh, famous bar up. Mm-hmm. The geek comes out sort of is the name of it. It's basically me publicly. Uh, well, this is, podcast is a public thing. Yeah. So, but... but more public because I think more of our friends have watched the my videos, videos than listened to. But then yeah. again, everybody who watches it probably already knows about being me being Polly. You know, be us being Polly. So, so yeah, it was just you know it was something we had a we had a friend pass away who was kind of uh, not kind of was the guy who introduced me and and my ex Evil Red into polyamory. Yep, another another friend lost way too soon, and another one lost to heart, heart stuff. Yeah, it's weird and sad and scary. And, and another so, one of the reasons we're doing all the medical stuff. Right, that's the reason why I'm yeah, yeah. Okay, I I wanna I, I wanna talk about this because this was it was just so strange. So I had as of the Monday of the week we're recording this. This probably will go up. Probably Monday, because I know that I work late that night. And that will be about the time that it's been a week since the first one, the one before this went up. Yeah. Uh, um, Depends on how fast I can get it edited. Right. Well, I figured you usually edit when I'm not at home. Yeah, because the house is quiet. Yeah, and Monday, you know, and Monday I'm not home. i got to close on Monday. but then, And then I'm off the next three days. Right. So I'd rather you try to get it. <laughs> up on the day. What I, I need have. to get is new editing headphones, and then I can do it whenever. Have you tried putting my my headphones on? My gaming headphones? No, I don't think so. Try those. See what happens. I might. I don't know. Part so of those must... are the big over-the-ear ones, and that might help. That's what I want, but yeah. As earlier, before this was recorded, you know, because these things go, what up? Okay, digressing. I had a stress test. Mm-hmm. Um, because my doctor, you know, after she did all this and I wanted to start exercising because I know that diet and exercise will lower blood pressure, will help with diet, you know, will help with dealing with the diabetes, you know, because my goal is to get off some of these pills. And I know if I can drop the weight mm-hmm. and control what I'm eating, it can happen. And it's again, I think people are just coming out of, out of what, what's been going on. It's been a bit very hard to get uh, appointments. Oh, yeah, because everybody's trying to get their stuff done now. And... Right, and I think it's because everybody couldn't at this point or were afraid to go out or whatever. Because uh, there's like, it took me a month to get this stress test. Um, because, and what really sucks is when I was, when I was doing it, there one that I was talking to the lady who was giving me the thing. Mm-hmm. There was one the Friday of when she was doing, and I was off that Friday too. But what? 
they told me, they, they said, oh, no, we have to wait a week before we can do you. So you already have that. Yeah. And then the next one wasn't for, like, another month. Well, I mean, it's like I, you know, I went in today for my initial thing, and I still got to go back for my physical, and I can't go back for that until mid-August. Right. Because it's the first appointment that was open. Right. You've been paying for your insurance for, what, a month now? Three months. Three months, and you're just now getting into your initial appointment. Right. So, it just seems to be, they're busy. It's, it's People are, are getting back into the routines. I mean, I know they were talking about during COVID, dentist office were dead. Yeah. So, I went in, and I was doing the old-fashioned one, which is basically they, they, put, they slap electrodes on you, and you walk on a treadmill. You have funny shave spots. Yeah, I've been, yeah. <laughs> I had to take clippers to my chest so they could stick the uh, the electrodes to me. I could not complete the test. I am old and I am out of shape. And basically what they do is you start walking on the treadmill, and as you go, they speed it up and they raise it. Well, I got to the second time they do it, and I just could not keep up. I could not. And they told me, okay, well, you didn't get enough. You're going to have to make an appointment for a cardiologist, which is a month from now. <laughs> and then later that day, I get um, an email to my account that basically gives me the test results they got. Because they did get some results. And they're like, okay. And even the bottom of the test is like, okay, it's inconclusive. So you're going, you're going to see, a, you know, made an appointment for a cardiologist. I want to say maybe 30 minutes to an hour later, I got another email from my GP because she also got said information, which was funny because they said they were she wasn't going to get it till tomorrow, the, the day after, you know, the day yeah, after the test. It, yeah. But she got it already, and she basically said everything looks good, uh, no follow up needed. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the reasons why I started working out. Now I am keeping the cardiology appointment just to kind of see. Yeah. You know, it's a progress thing. And I want to know, especially to you, you people out there that are weight, you know, go to the doctor and are trying to lose weight. Do you guys have a, and I don't know if you saw this today, because they weighed you today, right? Yes. How far off were you in your weight from what our scale here says? A couple pounds. Only a couple of pounds? But the last time I got weighed, according to our scale, I was somewhere in the low 360s. But when I got on theirs, they're saying I'm 371. Yeah. I've been getting like 216, and they had it at like 224. Right. No, no, it's 222.4. Okay. So, yeah. I don't know if it's because, uh, I don't know, there's just, just that huge drop. And I know I'm not wearing 10 pounds of clothing. No. You know, in but. fact, this morning I'm under under 360 for the first time in a long time. So, I don't know. It's yeah. just so strange. Mm. I'm just saying, if I'm showing some weight loss, but then again I am showing weight loss from where I'm, I'm seeing it from going to the doctor, so... I'm seeing some. Uh, there is being, there's progress being shown. Yep. Okay. Well, we talked about wrestling last week, and we have our wrestling. Not that I don't think we'll ever use this. <laughs> I would love to be able to do this. It's basically, it's going to be. I'm calling it the ten count. Ca- the, the ten count questions. I think and, we only made it through four last. Right. Week. And I want at this point. I'm also trying. And I'm going to be talking to you about. You know. Um, I'll work on, you know what? No, I'm not going to use you as a thing. I'm going to work on them myself and spring them on you. So I have one more. Okay. That I'm going to add here. Favorite wrestling faction? <laughs> oh. And by yeah. faction, it can be, has to be something over a tag team. Because that may be a question. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's basically, um, uh, or I should say either stable, or they're not using current, stable. They, they are over in AEW. Are they, are they saying they, they, stable? They said stable. Okay. But do you, you want current or... Um, all or time. This, all that basically is what these are, is going to be your... 
can't. Current or most nostalgic? Um, nostalgic DX. Okay. I mean, I, 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 I hesitate to call it guilty pleasure, you know, because there's a, you know all this stuff has come out with DX, da da da, but hi to their, you know, rolling through places and tanks and stuff. DX. Okay. Current. Okay. Dark Order. <laughs> I'm really digging them. Those guys really... That's the one interesting thing I've also been noticing as we get more and more into AEW. Because we're starting to... I'm also starting to watch things like Cody's wife, Brandy, who's part of the company. She's uh, a wrestler. She's just on maternity leave. Right. She's got her own little show called Shot of Brandy, which is basically a cooking show with wrestling guest stars. And sometimes her husband will pop in. Uh, then they have the... Oh, now I can't remember her real name, but she's uh, the Bunny. Oh, yeah. The wrestler known as Bunny in the... Um, in that alley? Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, has a blog that she puts out that's behind-the-scenes stuff so with the wrestling. so much fun. Um, I want to watch more of her stuff where I know she's got videos where she's been playing like games with other wrestlers. Right. And it's it's kind of interesting because especially watching the shot of Brandy uh, with John Moxley, who, oh God, what was he? He was a member of the Shield. I remember yes. when WWE. And I can't, but I can't remember what he was called on the Shield. Yeah, that's the thing. I can't remember what his he name was. He was the blonde crazy one. Yeah. But he's talking about how, yes. You have your adversaries, you know, like he was saying, he was saying, you know, yes, Kenny Omega is my adversary, but the way AEW seems to, they're trying to make it see, do is that everybody are, is teammates. They are together trying to get AEW forward because in the way he, and he actually explained this too, is because the people they were going after... They were basically showing out, and he didn't call out WWE. He just said mainstream wrestling. Yeah. Um, there were wrestling. Oh yeah, I, I don't. I'm just not really watching wrestling. Got you know goofy or whatever. But back in the day, mm-hmm. and he's saying we're going after those because those have there are kernels of wrestling fans in those people, and they're trying to give them a product to bring those people in. And I think they're. I was going to say, working. I think they're, they're, I, they're, they're, they're succeeding. Because, I mean, they've got us now. Right. You know? Oh, I've been wanting to watch it, but it's one of those things to where not having TNT and can't watching the main program, it wasn't right. just till just recently that we realized that Dark and Dark Evolution was so good that they're actually putting, putting on YouTube. again, so much stuff on YouTube that makes it to where you almost don't have to watch Dynamite. I mean, they are getting us to the point of, if we could get over that hump of, that fifty dollars buying one of their pay per views because mm-hmm. I remember, and I think this is part of it. Even though we were paying for the WWE Network, and that's how we got one of the last WrestleManias we watched, which was my first WrestleMania. Um, but how bad it was! Yeah, it, it just, was. It really was. I was disappointed. It was like the first time I've ever watched actually watched WrestleMania, and I was disappointed. And that's the thing. WrestleMania should be the pinnacle of the WWE year. This is their Super Bowl. This is their this is the old man match. This is the one they build up the entire year. You know, and the first I mean the kinda, I want to yeah, and it yeah, I can't remember which one we watched and it was just like it's this okay, is, it's okay. Yeah. but you know, there's nothing to write home about. Right. You know, and I watched and I watched the first three. Now I didn't see the first one till after it came out on video. In fact, it, I think I may have said this on cast, but it was the very first video played on the VHS that my my aunts bought my grandparents. They went out and rented because Grandpa was such a fan of wrestling. They <laughs> rented WrestleMania as the first tape to play. I don't know, you know. But I went and paid money to go to the Fox Theater to watch the the uh, to watch uh, WrestleMania two. Mm-hmm. Um, we pay, you know. My mom let me buy WrestleMania three on pay per view, and I sat in that 
place by myself in the <laughs> in the apartment going nuts. And it, there's just something about WrestleMania that should just take you by the lapels and shake you and going, you want to keep up with us all the time because look at what we're giving you. And that wasn't what they were doing with that last one. Nope. So, but AEW is getting us to the point of going... Yeah, well, you know what? Maybe we should. Because I don't think they're doing a month. I don't think they're also not doing it monthly. No, they're not. I'm um, not sure when the next one is, but... But it, but it's... it's Because we just passed double or nothing. Right. So, but even that first match, like we said last week, that first match they gave away for free was like, that thing could have been anywhere on the card and it would have been a great yeah. match. It was a title match, even. Right. I mean... Yeah. I mean, it's making me want to go and find maybe some other, you know, go find the the NWA stuff. Because NWA is still putting stuff out. In fact, they just is, announced. Is this our new drug dealer? Are they giving us all this free stuff to pull us in? Yeah. <laughs> and But see, the thing is, is even, you know, they say the first hit is free, but they're giving you, you know, three to four hours of content on free YouTube. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I mean, and good stuff. Mm. I mean, so it's not like... I sit there and I'm excited, you know. Yeah. And yeah, a couple of times I've fallen asleep, but not because I was bored. It was because I was exhausted. And also right now it's filling the gap with uh, Critical Role, because since Critical Role's finished up their the stuff, their... Yeah. Well, yeah. I think that comes out the, next week, the, the, well, the, the wrap-up. Wrap up. Well, yeah, it comes out Monday. Yeah, because the wrap up was was uh, last aired night. last night. Yeah, yeah. Which is another one of our things, and maybe we'll get into that on another cast. D getting in D D D and D. Yeah, since the pandemic is over, we're getting back into well, not not over over, but you know, everybody is wax. Everybody is vax waxed and ready for bad boy summer, and so we're getting back to face to face D and D stuff. Yep. Yay. And yes, I'm going to be using that um, all summer long. <laughs> Waxed, vaxed, and ready for bad boy summer. Um, okay, I've got three articles here. This is how I will give you the choice. You have sex, kink, or Olympic sex. Pick one of the three to start with. Kink. Okay. This is actually the one, and you, you landed on the article that we didn't get to last week because the first article took so damn long. This is Kink at Pride. Uh. LGBTQ plus community debates potential 2021 inclusion on Twitter. Which, yeah, is this coming? Oh. This be is three weeks ago, so and we're at the end of Pride. Okay, while some argue that pride isn't a place to police sexuality and fetish, others snap back, dubbing some pride events as over-sexualized. Over In celebration of the LGBT community, June marks Pride Month, which sees a variety of events representing every branch of the community. Though, with this comes an annual discourse on social media debating on whether kink has a place at Pride. For many, it's noted that Pride can often feel over-commercialized with glitter, rainbow, rainbow flags, and entertainment. So it's important to remember, for what it's, for what, for what it's all, a safe place for true self-expression. Uh, following this, many wonder why kink wouldn't have a place at Pride. Because people want to keep it family-friendly in some places. A name that frequently crops up in the debate is Brenda Howard, best known as the mother of Pride, who is also a leather 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 fetishist. Uh, Howard played a huge role in organizing the first Pride Parade, uh, further aiding the argument between kink and Pride. On the other end of the spectrum, some believe uh, that including kink is asking for over-sexualization at events that are often family-friendly. See? Uh, though, many are quick to dismiss this stigma, arguing that there is much more sexualization in mainstream media than in a Pride event. 
Twitter users share their opinions. They're sharing their assholes, is basically. Uh huh. Putting that to the sun? <laughs> Brown eyes and sun? Yes, I saw that. <laughs> sorry. No, not sorry. I thought it was hilarious. Many in the LGBTQ community has taken to Twitter to share their opinions on the matter. Who doesn't share their what any opinion on Twitter? Okay, um, okay. Yeah. Uh, one user tweeted, The kink and the BDS communities have as much right to be at Pride as any other member of the LGBTQ community. We have always been about challenging the cis domination of what gets considered normal and okay expression. Equally, another user wrote, I don't care about your your comfort. If you don't if you don't like it, don't go. Uh, I I recommend Disneyland. You aren't going to be able to stop people from doing kink at Pride, regardless. On the flip side, I don't care about what user had a contracting opinion. Kink at Pride makes people uncomfortable, and makes the event less accessible. Uh, when accessibility should be a priority. Uh, keeping less family-friendly stuff to the many, many after-parties and adjacent private venues every Pride has, the fact is that this is controversially, that this is controversial is insane to me. Uh, this week, Twickly met with counter-arguments. Straights don't want us at their table, so we made our, we made our own. Now we're going to be told to behave at the table we made to the people who shunned us from the table can uh, for, uh, shunned yeah. us from their table can enjoy our table. Uh, another also waved a no kink at Pride. Uh, when I was a kid, S and M by Rihanna was play you know, was uh, playing on on TV. Fifty Shades movie came out when I was in middle school. No one cares about kink unless it's gay. Well, the thing is, is is. Oh, okay, that's the end of the article. I believe that's the end. Yeah, that's the end of the article. And the thing is, a lot of early, a lot of early stuff was a lot of leather daddies and and yeah, you know, it's, the leather was there at the beginning. Yep. I mean, it it's been kind of an expression, especially. I mean, Rob Houtsfield, when mm-hmm. he was still closeted, when he was um probably saying his last name wrong but when he was singing you know when he was singing with judas priest or still is singing with judas priest but he did leave for a bit everything he was wearing leather wise was coming from the Mm -hmm. gay leather community you know it was almost like a way of him being able to come out without actually coming out Mm. you know there was enough you know there was enough of that there's crossover i mean like polyamory I want to say, and I don't remember, but originally the weekend they used for Pride now here in Atlanta was Poly Pride. I want to say, yeah. And it kind of got engulfed, not engulfed, that's incorporated. Bad, but incorporated. Incorporated into just Pride in general because it wasn't there a pagan Pride too about around that same time? Yeah, there used to be. I'm not sure where they are anymore. I know they still hold it. I'm just, I'd have to, right, we'd, but, we'd have to talk to. Um, well, this is what happens when you don't clean off the cars. <laughs> <laughs> well, we didn't lose much, but uh, yeah, that kind of died. Right. So, just overall, it seems really shouldn't. Basically, this article is, is stating that this goes on every year, and it they does. just decided to rewrite about it again. Well, it does. I see it pretty much every year. Yeah. Yeah. Think about the children. Yeah. Well, you know what? It's 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 just something that goes on, so I'm not, you know, blah. Yeah. So. Okay. So, uh, sex myths or Olympic sex? Mm, Olympic. Okay, and that is actually the one I am on. Since apparently that's still happening soon. Uh, yeah. And this is what this is about, honestly. The article, and this is from InStyle, the the magazine. Tokyo Olympic organizers are distributing free condoms and urging athletes not to have sex. 
Like that's gonna happen. <laughs> the Olympic Village is noticeably horny. Always is. Yeah. And what else do you expect when you put a bunch of crazy hot athletes ready to let off steam after competing under extreme pressure in a contained area? So naturally, every Olympics... Na oh, sorry, let me read that correctly. So naturally, every Olympics, condoms brands stock the village and dating apps prepare for a frenzy of activity. Grinder, and this is in parentheses, Grinder reported he even crash one year. Yep. For example, at the 2018 Olympics in South Korea, the Olympic Village was stocked with more than 110,000 condoms. 37 per athlete. Mm-hmm. I still bet you there were a couple of new babies. <laughs> That number is even higher at the 2016 Olympics in Rio, when oh, a whopping <laughs> 450,000 condoms were distributed by the International Olympic Committee due to the heightened concern around the sexual, sexually transmitted Zika virus. Did we all remember the Zika virus and how, how oh, everybody yeah. was scared of that shit? I do remember that now. Uh, this year, though, things look a bit different. Pre-COVID, per tradition, the Tokyo Olympic organizers arranged to have more than 160,000 free condoms provided at the Olympic Village, a modest 14 condoms per athlete. Insider reported at the same time they released a 33-page playbook urging athletes to socially distance and, quote, avoid physical contact, including hugs and handshakes. <laughs> Talk about a mixed message. That's yeah. in the article. Then, this week, things got interesting when the Olympic organizers shared their reasoning for passing out those free condoms. To help with awareness. Uh-huh. Look! That person's in a ditch! They've had a crash! Look! Yeah. That's awareness, folks. Uh-huh. Uh, apparently, uh, they don't want the athletes to actually practice safe sex while in Tokyo, but take them home as a souvenir. Right. You realize they take that home as a souvenir? They're probably going to be taking a few other things, souvenirs home with them. <laughs> Especially when you have these healthy, virile, hot young athletes. Right. These are people that are at their peak, the, the peak physical performance. Right. In anything they're doing. You know, yeah. the testosterone is flowing through everyone with it. Yep. And so, yeah. Sure. And the thing is, is the whole idea is, is one of the things I said about COVID. If you were extremely healthy, you were not immune to it, but you had a better chance of avoiding it. Now you also have, not only are you have people who are in extremely great shape, but have been vaccinated. Because, mm -hmm. you know, with the athletes, they're going to be for, you know, they're going to have to be vaccinated to leave. Yeah. Okay. Just to travel. I Just mean. to travel. So, yeah. You might as well... You might as well hermetically seal them in a room by themselves with a guard on each door to keep them from doing what normally happens. Um, here's the quote. Our intent and goal is not for athletes to use the condoms at the Olympic Village, but to help with the awareness by taking them back to their own countries, the IOC said in a statement. So basically, the entire pre premise of the Netflix reality show, Too Hot to Handle, where sexy singles are placed on an island and forced to go celibate. Uh-huh. Only time will tell if the athletes decide to heed the advice of the Olympic organizers or this 2021 Vaxxed Waxed Olympics will be the horniest ever. Yeah, well... Okay. You're combining, again, 
extremely fit, attractive people mm-hmm. who have been forced to be socially distanced for the last year and a half. Not yep. to mention the delayed gratification of having to wait another year to have done this because this was supposed to have been, been last year. year. Yeah. They might as well skip the Olympics and just let them fuck. <laughs> the other channels they can still broadcast that on. <laughs> Pornhub brings you <laughs> the 2021 Olympics. And oh. they're... And there's still people that would pay for that, too. Uh, Sorry. (laughs) Kind of puts a different spin on um, water sports. I was going to say pole vaulting myself. You know. (laughs) Well, my favorite. Clam digging. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so this what is in, and last but not least, from the Daily Mail. Let's see the thirteen myths ruining your sex life. Tracy Cox reveals women don't care about penis length. Intercourse won't bring on labor, and men and women don't have di- sex different sexual primes. Oh really? There are so many so many sex myths out there dying to be debunked. It's hard to keep up with just a handful. Every year, sex research uh, valiantly chips away at the things we think are set in stone, and last year was no exception. Here are 13 things most people think they know about sex and sexual behavior, but have no basics in facts whatsoever. Men can't orgasm without ejaculating. That's not true. Of all the sex myths, uh, this one, the most, uh, this one is the one that surprises people. Uh, We assume orgasm and ejaculation are one and the same, but they are, in fact, separate processes. Uh, An ejaculation happens in the prostate and urethra. A muscle uh, contractions propel the semen out of the body. Orgasm happens in the brain. If the brain scans in men, uh, in brain scans in men, an orgasm looks a lot like an epileptic fit. <laughs> That's why the O face looks so funny. Yeah. An electric storm that sweeps the brain. It begins at the point of no return. Ejaculation invulnerability. Uh, in, 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 His mother would walk in and it still wouldn't stop. Uh, is followed by one to three seconds later by the onset, uh, the onset of ejaculation. You still, uh, apps, uh, you can't absolutely have one without the other. Orgasm seems to be the pleasure part. Men who experience ejaculation without orgasm report low levels of pleasure. Uh, one famous story: Heatman and Fretchen. Uh, involved a hundred thousand hours of recording people masturbating and having sex while while wired in a lab oh that sounds fun found 12 percent of men were able to orgasm without ejaculation or losing their erection i guess i'm in that one 12 percent yeah. Uh, teaching men to become mutual orgasmic has involved teaching men to separate the two processes Next one, it is your partner's job to arouse you. Uh, many people are guilty of believing that it is up to their partner to put them in the mood for sex. Wrong. We are all in a state of our own arousal and starting having starting sex, warming, rather than cold, uh, is highly recommended and for more and, and more sexually satisfied. Turning yourself on either by touching yourself, uh, using a sex toy, fa- fa- and fantasizing or just uh, watching or reading erotica before having sex with your partner puts you in, in control. Uh, this is particularly true for women. Women who know their bodies well and how to arouse themselves reported far more satisfying sex lives than those who don't. Men think about sex every second, every seven seconds. Not surprisingly, uh, there has never been any research to back up this factor. 
that's 500 times an hour or more than 8,000 times during 16 hours that most men are awake. Uh, lots uh, uh, attributing lots attributing this fact to the infamous sex research Alfred Kin Kinsey, but his actual research found that 54% of men say they thought about sex seven times a day. 43% said they uh, said a few times per week or per month, and 4% said that less than uh, once a month. Not quite every seven seconds, eh? A recent research by Ohio State University asked students to track their thoughts about sex, food, sleep using a handheld counter. The results, the average men tallying in 19 sexy, sexy thoughts a day, about once every hour and a half, the average woman had about 10 sexy thoughts a day, and bear in mind these are very young adults. So these are college-age students talk, thinking. Okay, yeah. So. I mean, that seems a little more like it. Right. Now, I was going to say, you know, who, who, are the, who are they, that original, who were they, they testing? Teenagers? All right. Smoking weed kills sexual desire. Most of us picture someone inert uh, in front of the telly and... Uh, Indulging a case of the munchies when we conjure up image of regular pot smokers. Turns out they're far more likely to, to enter uh, energetically having sex, uh, energetically having sex more uh, uh, than the rest of us. More likely to be ha being energetically <laughs> having sex more than the rest of us. A large U.S. survey found that more frequently both men and women smoked. Uh, the, the more frequently both men and women smoked weed, the more they had sex. About 20% more than abstainers. Makes me think of that video about the guy talking, you know, his son finally asked him, where do babies come from? Yeah. <laughs> that TikTok, yeah. Yeah. Studies suggest marijuana makes sex more pleasurable and increases desire for women. Uh, it is more than doubled the odds of them reporting a satisfying orgasm and has helped with painful sex. Men said it made them last longer, it heightened the sensation, and enhanced sexual satisfaction. Uh, it is a little what came first, the chicken or the egg. We don't know if the people who are smoking weed have different attitudes towards sex than people who don't, but the research is more positive than negative. Only men get erections. No. <laughs> not true. Women get erections, too. They're just not noticeable as the ones men get. The clitoris is made from the same spudy, spongy erectile t tissue as the penis, which expands and engorges with blood when, we are, when, when we're aroused. Mm -hmm. uh, it visually increases in size and stimulation and pleasure, se uh, pleasing sexual way. Yeah. Girly boner. It's a real thing. <laughs> Having sex if you want the baby to come quicker. Well. Some doctors still advise their pregnant patients to indulge in a bit of nookie if they want to bring on labor. The reality is the opposite is more likely to be true. A recent study, Ohio State University or Ohio State Boniversity, am I right? Yeah. Uh found out not only does having sex near your due date not trigger labor, it might actually delay it. Ooh. Researchers found women who were sexually active in the final three weeks of their pregnancies carried their babies an average of uh, 39.9 weeks. Oh, yeah, okay. 39.9 weeks compared to 39.3 weeks for women who weren't having any sex. Probably still good exercise, though, so, yeah. you know, there's no harm. Okay. The more partner a woman has, the larger her vagina. <laughs> um, I don't think so. Again, no. that's in the article. Uh, the vaginal canal is a muscle, and while it stretches to accommodate large objects, like a baby, it doesn't stay that way. Having lots of partner, a lover with a big penis, 
or uses a large size penetrative sex toy won't affect how tight you are. Nope. Uh, how you feel to a partner depends on genetics, the fit, uh, uh, the fit between you and them, and what shape your pelvic floor muscles are in. Do your kegels, people. Uh, the vagina is an impre- impressively resilient, and the shape and size has nothing to do with your sexual history. If you have a fetish, you can't enjoy it without sex. Uh, there was a thinking a long time ago, since people with fetishes get aroused by the presence of the specific audio- object during sex, they clearly don't enjoy sex without it. Not true. No. Uh, although they enjoy fetish activities more, the research actually found most fetishes still find non-fetish sex very enjoyable. For most people, fetishes aren't fixations, they're preferences. Yep. A headache means you don't want to have sex. It mm-hmm. might be true for most, but not if you're a migraine sufferer. Research done by Wake Forest University uh, found migraine sufferers reported higher levels of sexual desire and didn't avoid sexual activities in the grips of a headache. Why? It is believed sexual desire and migraine headaches may be influenced by the same brain chemical. Hmm. That might be an interesting thing to find. Might be an interesting thing to try out. What? I get migraines. I know you do. Okay. You can't break a penis. (laughs) Yeah, right. Uh, I'm afraid I can vouch for this not being true because I actually broke my first husband's. I moved... At the wrong moment, and his penis went crashing into a wooden billboard bedboard. It was not pleasant. <laughs> Getting a pen- penile fracture can and does happen. Uh, usually, when the first uh, the couple changes position while he's still erect and in inside, usually uh, rather than withdrawing at first when switching. Extremely ad- advocating. Je- uh, adver- Extremely aggressive jackhammering style of thrusting can also do this because the penis is most likely to fall out and hit something. Well. Yeah, and I think basically what it does is it breaks blood vessels and mm-hmm. t- something. And I, 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 proprietary? There is a medical term for it. Yeah, there is, and I've seen several like things on it. You know, it's true. It can happen. It's. Uh huh. All right. A sexual fantasy is a secret wish to try something. Doesn't have to be secret. Depends Mm. on who you tell. Mm. Uh, Less than one third of participants in a study conducted by Dr. Justin uh, Miller reported ever acting out one of their prominent fantasies. Limeyer's interviewed more than 4,000 people for the largest and most contra- uh, comprehensive studied on sexual fantasies to date. His book, Tell Me What You Want. Uh, group sex was by far uh, the most common themed. 89% reported fantasizing about threesomes, uh, but other uh, research shows only about 30% the people have actually had one. Only 3% of the people had no sexual fantasy. Uh, length is more important than girth. Nope. Men might be hung up on length, but women are more concerned about girth. Uh, for a study in the Netherlands, researchers asked 170 women to rate the importance of length and girth. The result, girth was more important than length. A second survey of 550 Croatian women also placed thickness over length, as did a 2014 study that showed showed women 3D models of penises and asked them to choose the one they they, they preferred. Most recently, a survey by Men's Health magazine found that 70 
70% of women chose girth, where with only 18% favoring length. Anatomically, this makes sense. The, the, vagina, uh, the vagina is covered with strictly uh, mechasaurus receptors. They're, they're, your vagina is a Power Ranger? Mechanical receptors. Yeah, we're not going to go. Get go, it. vagina rangers. <sighs> they all drive bad dragons. You know, I should do a review of that sometime. You should. <laughs> Next cast, because well, this one's going to be yeah a, a lengthy one. <laughs> See what I did there. Yeah. Anatomically, they may okay. Uh, and the thicker the thicker the penis, the more contact it makes with these nerve endings. The wider the penis, uh, the more chance that the clitoris head will have uh, has of in- indirect stimulation during intercourse, mm-hmm. with the act of thrusting causing the area around it to pull back and forth. All right, and yeah. this is the last one. Uh, men and women have different sexual peaks. Well, this is a huge one because we yeah. always hear about this: that men peak at eighteen and women don't peak until their forties. Really? Uh, what that? Have you not heard that? Well, not forties. I heard it a lot sooner than that. It's more like twenties. No, it's like always been 20s. like thirties. No, because it's saying right here, common thinking mm-hmm. that men peak at eighteen and women in their thirties, yeah. presumably based on stanima for men and women understanding their body uh, better as they age. Oh no, well, sorry. Let me read that better. Common thinking is that men peak at 18 and women in their 30, presumably based on stanima for men and women understanding their bodies better as they age. The truth is there's no difference between men and women if you're measuring the frequency of sex to be the factor that matters the most. We know the average American will have the most sex around age 25. Bullshit. I wasn't getting shit at 25. Or was I? No. I was like 26, so... Around 25, there is no age difference. There is no magic age where women know their bodies the best either. It can happen at any age depending on a plethora of circumstances including our experiences, our lover's experience, our education, upbringing, and body image issues. Sexual desire constantly fluctuates uh, in all sexualities over a course of a lifetime, and we can all experience many sexual peaks over the years. Just talk about the people who live in retirement homes. (laughs) Yeah, as someone that worked in a retirement home one time, yeah... Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Thankfully, I was never one that had to pull one person out of someone else's room, but I heard stories. So, yeah, that's the miss. Um, knew some of them. Yeah. I don't think I didn't even know most of them. I had heard the, the whole thing about the the sexual... The, the, I, I had heard the thing about the, the, the whole sexual um, plateau thing. Hmm. You know, the, the 18 and 30 thing before... And, so, well, I was hoping I wasn't used up yet. I guess not. <laughs> Shut up. Um. So yeah. So that that's gonna be. We'll wrap up here. Um. If you enjoyed what we said, if you have anything you wanna uh, add, uh, if you wanna tell us to shut the fuck up, we're listening. You, yeah, we're here. The email is still kinkyandthegeek at gmail dot com. It's still on Twitter's, even though yeah. we don't use it much. Although, well, I had to get it re. <laughs> they shut us down at one point. Um, that's a whole story. As she said before, we're on Tumblr. If you need it, just contact us. We're on FetLife. Again, Friends of Kinky and the Geek. Mm-hmm. Uh, Facebook, there's a Kinky and the Geek site there. Kinky and the Geek WordPress. Yep. Um, yeah, we're everywhere you want to be. We're like, what was or that? Was or that if we're not, let us know and we can be there. Yeah. She even has an Instagram if you want to watch, yeah. see no pictures. 
Oh, we need to put some pictures up. You can put that meme up that made you laugh. The honey, the the honey, uh, <laughs> you know, go <laughs> brown eyes look like honey in the sun sunshine. Yeah. Winnie the Pooh stared at a butthole. Yup. <laughs> All right. So, from us to you, be good. Be good at it. Goodbye. Bye bye.